Welcome to the Peak RFP Podcast. My name is Luke Huso. I'm a physical therapist board certified in orthopedic physical therapy here at Peak Rehab Fitness and Performance in Augusta, Georgia. Today I am joined by my colleague here at Peak Rehab, Dr. Van Jordan. Van is a board certified specialist in orthopedic physical therapy as well as certified in dry needling. Van's specialties include athletes of all shapes and sizes, and of course you work with a lot of overhead athletes. So Van, good to see you. Thanks for coming by. Happy to be on. All right, brother. So today, this episode is called The Gut and the Butt. And so what we're talking about here is the core. A lot of misunderstandings out there about the core. A lot of people are working certain core exercises and not others. So that's what we're going to get into today. So I'll just jump in with, let's talk about how important is the core. Kind of, you know, what does the core do for us? Whether we're 65, 15, or 25. Right, right. So, yeah, your core is going to be your base. That's what you're going to kind of build your your stiffness and your stability off of to move. And a lot of people think when core, they just want to think about doing crunches and sit-ups and different things like that while they have their place. When we're talking about performance or, or the ability to move well and generate force well, um, you want to think about your core is, is creating stiffness for everything yeah. else to work well and move efficiently on. Yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's the big component that we're talking about, right? This kind of central stiffness to allow us to generate power, generate speed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, in the, in the rehab world, we talk about proximal stability. Right. And so we're talking about that kind of midline ability to generate stiffness, right? Correct. Okay. So, you know, is, is there a certain area of the core, you know, that's more important? And, and I guess let's first talk about, if we're talking about the core, right? what are we talking about? So we're going to talk about, you know, your, your midsection area. Um, so in your trunk and then around your pelvis, so what you'd be talking about your butt. Right. right. Um, and so, you know, your ability to control your pelvis and control your spine so that your legs can move better, your arms can move better, and you're not trying to find stability right. in, in other places. Right. You're not trying to find it in your neck. You're not right. trying to find it in your, in your shoulder, mm-hmm. you know, based on what kind of movement or sports you're playing or whatever it is, right. um, your body is going to try to find the path of least resistance and it's going to do what it has to do to accomplish the task that you're putting on it. And right. that's not always the ideal way to go about it. Um, and so we have to you know, kind of learn how to activate and, and train the right muscles so that they turn on when we need them to turn on. Yeah, I, you know, every, every uh, of course, every thrower that I see you working with from younger to, you know, mid and even some even the pro guys that, that come through here, they're all planking, right? right? They're all doing side planks and right. front planks. So, so talk about what, you know, why, why is it core important for a thrower? If I have shoulder pain or elbow right. pain as a thrower, you know, why are you making me do planks? Right. So even, you know, thrower or, you know, somebody that's not a thrower, any sport, any activity that requires you to use your, your upper extremity, your arms, especially in an over, you know, overhead position, right. um, you know, your your ability to control your pelvis and your spine is going to dictate what happens at your shoulder. Yeah. So if you if you can't control your pelvis and it moves one way, then that is going to in turn influence your lumbar spine, which is going to make it move typically into an extension um, position. And then that's going to influence your thoracic spine, so your mid-back and your rib cage. 
And so what sits on top of the rib cage is your shoulder blade. Right. And so if, if those positions aren't where we need them, then that's going to change, you know, how your shoulder blade gets to where it needs to go so that we're not increasing the stress on the ball yeah. of your yeah. arm, so your head of your humerus in the socket. Because if those things aren't synced up, then you're going to get a increased, you know, upward and forward movement of that humeral head in the socket, um, which in turn turns into the term that you hear all the time, impingement, right. um, which is it's a generalized term. Right. You know, you right. have to get dive deeper into that and say, okay, what's causing that? Right. And, you know, it, the idea is that it's just, it all starts there. I mean, that's your foundation of your house. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, yeah. if you've got a strong foundation, then things, everything right. else is, is going to go smoothly. Yeah. You know, in our clinic, if you come in with some, you know, foot and ankle pain, right. we're going to, we're going to look at your core. Right. If you've got shoulder pain, we're going to look at your core. Right. If you got neck pain, we're going to look at your core. And that's say when you're talking, you know, referring to the planks and, you know, when we're, when we're planking, you, nine plus times out of 10 when when athletes come in here when general population comes in here and you try to get them to to do a plank there's no glute activation whatsoever right, right. um typically you're you know, a lot of times you're going to see the shoulder blades kind of pulled back toward the spine so they're in this kind of sunken retracted position right you're going to see um you know the the knees kind of slightly bent so we're you know we're we're recruiting other muscles. So those are those are things that we're looking for to show us that, okay, we're we're trying to use our quad muscles, um, our hip flexors, we're trying to sit on there to help stabilize our pelvis um, instead of, you know, basing with our glutes and basing right. with our deep core activation. Right. Um, and then you see a lot of times their head kind of driving forward. Yeah. And so those are signs of, of you know, poor trunk stability, poor right. awareness and right. activation right. in our body trying to, to make up for that and create, a, you know, um, stability in other yeah, places yeah. and that gets that gets to be bad especially when you look up at the neck because of you know the neck musculature and the shoulder musculature connections right and how their proximity to each other and how close they are and so your neck gets real tight and stiff and then our shoulder doesn't move well because right. some of those neck muscles are attaching to our shoulder blade yep. and our, our collarbone and so then our our mechanical movement and our biomechanics of our movement get Right. Yeah, that you know that's what we're really talking about. You know, for the patients out there who who have to understand the link between these various areas, whether neck pain, shoulder pain, knee pain, to their midsection. Correct. And so, you know, do you have a if you have shoulder pain, you you most likely have this loss of of uh, ability to control that midsection. So, again, patients aren't you know, tracking. And of course, even, even sometimes on our side of the house as PTs, you know, are we working on their trunk stability with their impingement? Well, we should be right. right? Super important or their neck pain because, right. because it's all connected. Um, all right. So, you know, one of the things that people ask is, is what are good exercises for the core? Right. And, and I was listening to you early today, walking, working with a, a young athlete and we were, t- we were talking about crunches and right. right? Made me laugh a little bit. My, uh, my dad would buy every crunch device that came through, you know, the market. Uh, I remember growing up, we always had some kind of ab roller, ab rocket. It's hilarious. You know, my dad's going to get down there and knock out some crunches. Right. So we don't really prescribe crunches, do we? No, yeah, not necessarily. Yeah, yeah. They have their place. Sure. You know, and, and they're, you can definitely use them. Um, but when we're talking about trying to improve performance and improve improve um, people's ability to move and, and move efficiently without pain, 
um, you know, crunches aren't going to do that. You right. Know, we want right. we want to get deeper. We want to do the things that teach us how to create stiffness in our in our trunk, right? And so control our pelvis, control our lumbar spine, um, and those are going to come from from things like you know planks, different right. plank variations, different right. different push up variations, um, and then you know different spine supported positions, meaning that we're laying on our back and we're moving our arms and our legs. Um, and you know, getting on our in crawling positions and doing movements out of a crawling position, right? Um, and then you know, then you progress to your knees, and right? You you hold a band, you resist movement, just being able to create stiffness and resist the stresses that that we encounter in life. Yeah, well, you know, so so we've talked a bit about kind of some overhead athletes right. and the importance of that core stability for if you will, the, the neck and, and the shoulder and the elbow. Right. Um, let's talk a little bit about the lower extremity injuries that we see. You know, there's, of course, continues to be a, uh, a big struggle with ACL injuries. Uh, we see a lot of folks rehabbing them for um, various knee-related things, ACL uh, surgeries included. So, you know, how does the core interact, Why the importance of the gut and the butt for the knee? Talk a little bit about that. So, I mean, similar influence, just going down the chain, right. you know, instead of up the chain, so right. to speak. So, you know, if we're if we're not having control of our pelvis and we're not having control of our lumbar spine, right. then we're not going to have control of our hip, right? Yeah. We're not going to um, be able to, to, to create that stiffness in the trunk, right? So when we hit the ground, whether we're running or jumping, you know, changing directions, that's going to increase that stress right. and the ability of that that ground force right. to create issues, right, yeah. as that force is being transmitted yeah. up to up through our body. Right. When we when we lose control of the hip, right. when that foot is in contact with the ground, right. right, that body weight goes through the knee. Correct. Right. And so, you know, when you're when you're breaking down to a stop or you're a plant and cut, if you can't control your hip and that midsection, right. it's gonna go through your knee. And so, Correct. you know, that that that's why it's so critical that our young people are really working their gut and their butt all the time for their knee. Very good. Okay. So, you know, that's a, that, that's a a little bit of a taste of the gut and the butt. Uh, We're going to get Van in here often. We're going to talk about a little more specifically the overhead athlete. Right. We're also going to get you in here and talk about ACL prevention and some of those things. But this episode is just about, Hey, let's get people aware of the, primary importance of that core stiffness, uh, the gut and the butt critical for every kind of uh, movement that we're making, especially if we're, if we're trying to perform out there. Awesome. You know, the general idea of that, you know, gut and butt is, is you want to think of, it's a term of proximal to distal Mm -hmm. activation. Mm -hmm. So proximal meaning in the body, within the trunk, distal meaning away from the trunk. So our arms, our legs, our feet and ankles, um, and we want to create, you know, and activate proximally so that the things distally can sure. move better. And there tends to be too much of an emphasis right. on yeah. the extremity part sure. and the distal, you know, concept yeah. and not enough on the proximal. Concept. Yeah, you got to be solid inside the house before you Correct. get outside and make that outside pretty, right? Correct. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of trimming the branches and, and yeah. not, not, not yeah. going after the root. Not, not getting that foundation short up. Right. Awesome. All right, brother. Well, thank you so much. Uh, Look forward to having you on next time. Appreciate it.